Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Darren Janelle. Darren, you are the CEO of the Janelle Group. You're found on the web at janellegroup.com. That's G, sorry, that's J A H N E L group.com. Thank you so much for joining us, Darren. Yeah, thanks for having me, Josh. I'm fired up to be here. Yeah, tell us what the Janelle Group does. Yes, yeah, so we're we're a custom software development shop. So we're a, a a relatively small company based in upstate New York. We have about 150 people on the team. Uh, you know, I said small, small is relative, right? Depending on what world you come from. Um, and we we develop custom software for businesses, right? So if they can't find a product off the shelf that meets their needs, they'll call us in and we'll build something custom specifically for them. Or a lot of times we'll we'll partner or come alongside an already existing software development team, maybe at a larger company, maybe they need more firepower, right? They might need a project manager and two senior engineers or whatever it is, we'll come alongside them and we'll provide that awesome, fantastic talent to help them move a little bit faster. So that's what we do in a nutshell. So you've been at this uh, since 2008, would put you close to 15 years. So congratulations on your longevity. How does someone, uh, you know, grow to, because you've been able to work with some pretty decent companies. Do you, do you mind name dropping a little bit? Oh, I love it, man. Any opportunity to brag. <laughs> nah, nah, I don't want to tell you. Uh, we've worked with a little outfit called Google. Not sure if you've heard of them now, but <laughs> Google was one of our early clients. Um, you know, we work with, uh, you know, MIT as a, as a school, as a university, one of the most prestigious ones in the world. We work with some of the top AAA gaming companies uh, in the industry. So like any gamers out there, any, any, any nerds that love to play video games, we're, we're full of those type of guys. And so we've got some of those fantastic clients as well, as well as, you know, some Fortune 500 companies uh, in, in addition. Yeah. Speaking of which, you've been on the Inc. 5000 how many years in a row? We just got news that we made it for the sixth year in a row. So it's been an awesome run. I, I remember when I first found out about that list, I was like, someday we're going to hit that list. And yeah. now we've done it six years in a row. It's awesome. Well, congrats on that. Okay. So how does uh, a software development company uh land big deals. Like, you know, think back to the early days, you know, how do you, I mean, how do you get that attention? Obviously there, you know, back then there are a lot bigger companies that are out there. Um, what was the secret to kind of getting that momentum? Yeah. You know, I wish I had, I could outline some like sophisticated marketing plan, but really it just boils down to relationships especially with big software projects, definitely when we were in the early days and we were a small company, you know, we're not going to market to some, some larger organization to Google and say, you know, you should take a chance on this little five person shop out in Schenectady, New York, right? It's really about 
about having relationships with people that are already on the project. And they say, you know what? I worked with Darren before. He, I've worked with him for five years. He's always been he's always been a value add hustler, a guy who gets after it and delivers. I'm going to reach out to him because I need help and I know he will deliver for me. And then when we deliver for them, well, then kind of the word spreads or maybe one of those people on that project now goes to another company and they have a, a good experience and they bring it in there. And we, a lot of times with our companies, with our clients, we like to say what we call land and expand, right? You get one or two people working in there on a project, they kick ass and dominate. The client says, boy, you guys, that was pretty easy. That was a great experience. Do you have more folks like these guys? And all of a sudden we got two, three, four, five. Before you know, we got like a, like 10 or 15 people uh, we warn our clients, our new clients, we say, we're like drug dealers, man. Once you get hooked on that Janelle group smack, you know, baby, you're never going to be able to get off. <laughs> <laughs> and so tell me about the company today. Like what, you know, in terms of like your USP in the world of software developers where, um, you know, and, and it's a bit of a noisy space. I, I get emails frequently, um, you know, from the, you know, which, I, you know, I, you know, these are just, they seem like, I don't know, I can't really tell who they are. I mean, it's just, but I get the spam. Uh, and, and so, you know, how does one stand out in, an, in, a, in a crowded, not crowded, but just a noisy space? Well, yeah, it, it's a super fragmented space, right? And there's just, I mean, I've been in the industry for 25 years and I still can't figure it all out, right? There's just literally hundreds of thousands, millions of companies, different niches, all that. And as you're getting those, those, emails. You just said, you. it's just noise. You don't know. There's no differentiation, right? So it's really about establishing relationships and, and proving to people before they're going to actually use your services that you can add value. Well, how do you do that? You might ask, right? It's, it's you know, you and I are connected now on this podcast. Maybe you need some help. We jump on a call. I help you out for free. Or you connect me with somebody who needs a web application. We deliver for them. And you hear that and it kind of just spreads like that, Josh, right? So maybe we mm -hmm. join a board together and I, I impress on that board or one of my team, you know, somebody on my leadership team joins a board of directors or, you know, does some volunteer work or um, had previous relationships at, a, at another company or a previous job, right? And that's really how we've done it. It's, it's not been through marketing and sales and outreach. You're not going to just call the guy up at uh, Ford Motor Company and say, hey, you should work with us. They're just not, they're never going to call you back and they're not going to work with you. But if you have somebody who has that relationship, you know, that's how you cut through the noise, Josh. Yeah. Um, so talk about where we are today. Um, so let's say that, um, you know, we're a funded startup, we've got some budget, we have some goals of things that we want to be able to do. It is absolutely not um, like maybe, uh, you know, which again, I think is fantastic for USPs is, uh, um, or not USP, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, MVPs, right, is, you know, we start with some off the shelf software, we've configured it to kind of do what we want it to do. But now we're ready to get serious. What are some best practices for hiring a great software development uh, agency firm? Yeah, I, I think, again, I, I know I'm beating this, uh, this this dead horse here, but it's about relationships. So if, if you don't have a firm or someone that you've already worked with and you know and you can trust them, you need to work your network. You need to call yeah. every single person in your network. What firms have you used? What was your experience there, right? And then go out and do your research after you get that feedback, right? If you just take a, a flyer on somebody who sent you an email or, hey, I'm going to go a little cheaper and I'm going to go offshore or... Honestly, even if a firm like Janelle Group 
I've reached out to you cold. I, I don't know. You're, you're taking a chance you know, with that firm. So to me, number one step, work your network and find someone who's had a positive experience with a firm and, and, and start your, start your uh, due diligence in, in that way. That's step number one. Step number two, Josh, is, is going to be, you got to get a clickable prototype. So if you have a vision for a product, you've got to spend the time to, to think it through, to design it, and get, I don't know if you're familiar with, with uh, tools like um, Adobe XD or Balsamic. These are, these are tools that you can use to build a clickable prototype. So basically what you're doing is there's a designer who's designing screens and they're making it seem like a real working application, whether it's mobile or desktop, doesn't really matter. And they'll design the screen and then you can click on the button and it takes you to a new screen. It makes you feel like you're using an application, but it's really just pictures. It's just pictures swapping in and out, right? And as we're working through and iterating and you're doing your customer research, we're, we're showing them these clickable prototypes. No one's, written, no one's written one line of code yet, Josh. We're dealing with this Adobe XD clickable prototype. And if I don't like something, well, now my designer just has to move pixels around the screen as opposed to, oh, we spent... $200,000 coding this, and we realized that we actually should have done it this other way. Well, now we're going to really cost ourselves as opposed to um, manipulating this, this clickable prototype. Does that make sense, Josh? Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, I, I want to talk to um, just a bit about your company culture, which um, I, I'd encourage um to to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, uh, get on to Janelle Group's LinkedIn page, uh, and I'm sure there's other social media channels where you document this. You have some really cool, like you do really fun, cool stuff with, within your company. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, we culture is everything. When you boil our business down to its simplest form, Josh, we believe that we are world-class at identifying fantastic talent. We're world-class at recruiting, selling them on the dream of what we're doing here. But then once we get them in here, it's our job. We got basically we got to find great people, then we got to kiss their ass. And we got to put them in an environment where they can architect the life of their dreams, right? And so that comes down to culture and investing in them in their career and making sure they're having fun and cutting BS out of their life and cutting drama out. And we have a no a-holes policy here. You <laughs> find an a-hole. You and me people, both. How right? about that? You know? <laughs> So, so it's really, it's, it's about once you get these great people, you got to put them in an environment where they're like, well, I never want to leave. Right. And that's it. If we can find great people and then make them happy, everything else takes care of itself. Cause then great people are going to deliver for clients. Clients are going to want more. It, the rest of the machine just kind of rolls if you've got great people and they're happy. Right. And, and, and so I can go into some of that formula if you want, or, you know, you can take that wherever you want to go with it. Yeah. Um, do you mind talking a little bit about some of the things that you've done as a company uh, that that I think you've documented pretty well on your social in terms of a lot of these um, very health fitness type challenges that, that you're getting a lot of participation, really inspiring. Very, very cool. Do you mind telling a few stories? Yeah, sure, man. I, I love I love telling stories about this. And we literally have hundreds of these. Right. But what I find is, is when you're in a an environment around other great people that are highly motivated and successful it just kind of it, it the momentum takes everyone by storm right and it kind of snowballs and it's easier it's easier to work out and be fit if you're living with three other people that work out every day and eat well 
right? Just like if, if I'm in a company yep. of people who are doing awesome things and living extraordinary lives, it makes it easier to do that, right? So we've yep. done a million different gimmicks at our old, at our old company. We said uh, there were just, I remember in the early days, there were just like five of us. And my brother and I are kind of psychos and my brother's my co-founder. My brother and I are nuts. And we're always like, you know, want to do challenges. And we grew up on like Rocky movies and all this motivational BS. Right. And so we're like, yo, let's do a push-up challenge. Let's, I said, let's do a hundred thousand push-ups in the office. He said a hundred thousand. I guess we're being mediocre. Let's set the goal at a million. Right. So he said, we're going to set a goal. We're going to do a million push-ups in the office. And Again, at the time, there was only five of us on the team. So do the math on that. That doesn't make any sense. And so he goes to me, he goes, DJ, you're going to either have to get really jacked and yoked up and do a lot of push-ups, or you're going to have to grow this company. And so as we grew and added more Drink people, the numbers, man. We got to, yeah, I don't want to do guys, all those push-ups myself. <laughs> one of the guys wrote an app, you know, so we could track them and, and we would allow guests, anyone who, who came to visit the, the company could do push-ups. And we actually completed it, Josh. We did a million push-ups in, I think it took us seven years. I think maybe like, I don't know, like 450 people contributed. We literally, the here's a funny story, right? The, the FedEx lady, she would, on her route, she would pull her truck up. She double park, block traffic, run into the building, bang out a quick set of 20 push-ups and run back out the door. She would do that about twice a week. And so, you know, it was a fun gimmick and, you know, it's silly and it, it doesn't really mean much, but people get behind that type of thing. And, and we oh, gosh, yeah, a lot, a lot of fun with it. At our new building, we're on the sixth story. Uh, you can see out my window there. Well, yeah, the podcast, they won't be able to see the video, but um, and it's 124 steps up. So we're doing a 10 million stair challenge. So we're, we're trying to do 10 million stairs. I think we've already done 3 million stairs. And we got about 7 million to go. So, uh, you know, it's, it's something fun that the team can get behind. Yeah, no kidding. Well, how cool is that? And just like, uh, can I ask, uh, you know, there might be someone that's listening to us. I'm kind of thinking this, right? Is like, how do you take the, uh, how do you come up with ideas like this, right? It, it seems when I hear you talk about it, I'm like, oh yeah. But but then I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't know that I often take the time to to think about some of these fun culture type things that you can do. Is this somebody's job to come up with fun culture ideas or is this you? Well, we definitely have a team of people that that uh, that help out with these ideas and a lot of drinking, Josh. Once you get drinking, you go, <laughs> okay. you know what we that's where all do. the best ideas come from. <laughs> you know, and half the ideas you come up with when you're drinking are either illegal or going to put somebody in the hospital. So, you know, after we after we work it and work workshop in a bit we come to some really good stuff and my brother and I've been doing this stuff since we were young we're always doing stupid gimmicks and I remember when we were young uh Josh we used to play this game me and my high school buddies we used to play this game called freeze out right so we're here in upstate New York winters are crazy cold right I'm talking about like zero degrees and we'd be driving in the you know in the winter and we'd roll all the windows down in the car and you just have to like take that freezing cold air until one person said, roll the windows up. Whoever said, roll the windows up first was the loser, right? <laughs> and then sometimes <laughs> we play extreme freeze out where you have to take your shirts off and do it, right? And so ah. this, is, this is stuff I was doing when I was 15 years old. And so we've always had these silly gimmick ideas and, and we've tried to bring it into the culture now. Yeah, I love it. Uh, okay, so someone's listening to us, like who would be a really like ideal client uh, for Janelle Group? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think 
a client that already is building software, they understand the software development lifecycle, and they're feeling that pain of, it is so hard to find talented software engineers, yeah. software creators, not just engineers, but project managers, DevOps people, whatever it is, right? And, and so if you're, if you're already doing this, you're feeling that pain and you're like, I need help. I need more firepower. Talk to Janelle Group. We are world-class at finding these people. This year, Josh, we're going we're gonna to vet, think of our recruiting arm, right? To give you an idea of, our, of how serious we take our talent. We're going to vet 150,000 people. We're going to interview 1,500 of them to hire about 60 people, right? So think of that funnel. The people that are coming out of the bottom of that funnel after looking at 150,000 different people, I mean, we are getting the best of the best. So if you're out there and you're, 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 you're feeling that pain and you need great talent, please hit me up. We will mm -hmm. knock it out of the park. We'll, we'll give you the best engineer you've ever seen. And, and, and so that, that's really our ideal um, customer profile. Yeah. And, and what does the process of engagement look like? So obviously, you know, someone right now could go to JanelleGroup.com, um, but how maybe there's just, you know, you have a, a client, I'm sure you get this a lot, right? Where maybe they don't have a lot of specific ideas on execution that, you know, scope is like, well, you know, here's the outcome we want to create, you know, here's the, you know, here's what we want to do for our audience, for our customers. We have no idea how to get that done. Or maybe they might be coming in with some ideas uh, and you're like, oh, that's going to be really expensive if you do it like that. But, you know, let's come up with a creative way that that might fit budget sort of thing. Yeah, yeah sure. And, and so we really have two kind of models. The, the first is what I was just describing. If there's like a larger organization that already has a software development team, they're coming to us for talent. That's a, that's a relatively simple process. We're going to put an engineer in there and let them try before they buy and, and hopefully with a home run. But really more to your question would be, you know, the entrepreneur who has an idea or the business leader who's like, we need to solve this problem. We come in and we do, a, you know, a classic discovery process, like many consulting types of organizations, interviews and, you know, uh, talking to all the key players and really trying to figure out what are you trying to solve? And then we like to move into uh, the second phase, which is a design phase, which is where we really try to put together this Adobe XD clickable prototype that I was talking mm. about before, right? We say, we, we have this saying here, right? A picture's worth, worth a thousand words. Everybody's heard that before. A clickable prototype is worth a thousand meetings, right? Yeah, and so right. That's phase two is working through and trying to develop that clickable prototype. So we say, look, if we build this, Show this to your potential users, your customers, whoever's going to use this, right? Show this clickable prototype. And you can do that for, an, that's affordable, right? You don't have to spend a half a million dollars building a clickable prototype. You can do that for 10 grand, 20 grand, I mean, on up sometimes. But if we build this, will you be happy? Will this meet your needs? And so we can work through that. That is definitely the most important phase. And then at the end of that, if they don't want to move forward with us, at least they have a clickable prototype type that maybe they can use to build with their internal team. Maybe they could go offshore with it. Use another firm. Usually we, we, we kick so much ass in those first two phases that they say, we like working with you. We want to bring you in to actually build it as well. Um, but it's kind of like, it's almost like hiring somebody to conceptualize and design blueprints for a house concept, that mm -hmm. you have, right? When you get done with the concept and the blueprints, well, maybe you use that firm to build the house, but maybe you could shop it around to other builders as well. So that's kind of the roughly the process we go through, Josh.
Yeah. JanelleGroup.com. That's J-A-H-N-E-L group.com. Right on the front page here is a link that says, let's talk. Uh, that's probably a good uh, path to go to uh, at least have some of those initial conversations to see if Janelle Group would make a great fit for you. Uh, but uh, listen, Darren, this has been a lot of fun with chatting with you. Darren Janelle, you're the CEO of Janelle Group. Again, JanelleGroup.com. Darren, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for the plug on the website. If anyone sees wants to see me get hit over the head with a sign, go to that go to that website. Right on our homepage, we have a highlight video, and at the end, my brother cracks a a painting over my head, and so you might get a kick out of that. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Darren. All right, great. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stop by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.